A reading from Mark 9, 36-41. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me does not welcome me but the one who sent me. Teacher, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told them to stop because he was not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for no one who does a miracle in my name can, in the next moment, say anything bad about me, for whoever is not against us is for us. Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. You know, David, since we uh, started this series, started recording this series, uh, it's been amazing uh, how much of the focus on these passages is on discipleship. In other words, it's it's as much about those who have chosen to follow Jesus as it is on Jesus himself. And um, you also talked about the upside down world, uh, you know, a few times in, in this thing. And It's very hard if you're sort of, you know, just coming into Christianity to understand what this upside down world looks like and that we're oftentimes found to be living uh, what we think is a good life. But actually, it's the upside down world where we're the center of the story. We're the center of everything going on. Uh, It's about our progress in our jobs and the money we're making and 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 then fit into that this whole concept of a whole different reality mm. and i think you know in modern day, in in modern day uh america it's very hard for people to see the world as they perceive it as upside down mm-hmm. yeah eric i think about your own story and your own really testimony of how God got a hold of you. And it was by knocking you off the throne, really, of your own life. We often talk about this idea of the gift of desperation. And desperation truly can be a gift because it drives us to the Lord. And it makes me think of the theme of the Bible in many ways. It says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And what I find very interesting about that statement is we kind of have a choice there. We can either humble ourselves or God can humble us. And most of us, we don't choose to circumvent that humbling process. It takes God humbling us for us to recognize that we aren't the center of the story, which is the best thing for us. I love the quote from uh, the uh, Tolkien's the Lord of, Lord of the Rings, and it's uh, Frodo and his partner, uh, and they're trying to get to the, to take the ring and destroy it at the the volcanic mountain Modor, I believe. I read this a long time ago, <laughs> so I, I'm going to trip up on it. But there's a saying in um, John in this great little book that I've read um, called Epic. 
and it's all about story, mm. uh, you know, and, and, and I think it's Frodo says, I wonder what kind of tale we've fallen into. And there's something amazing about that mm. because when we start actually, you know, lo- looking at uh, life apart from like the, the compartmentalizing each day, which adds up to a month, which adds up to a year, which adds, adds up to a phase of a life. But you actually see a, a wholeness to it, mm-hmm. a kind of, there's a reason behind all this. And while I can't kind of figure it out, uh, I am following the path that I'm meant to be on. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always on that path. As a hiker, I've gotten lost in innumerable times simply by not seeing a blaze and I go left rather than I go right. And then suddenly you're, you know, a mile off of where you're meant to be. Uh, and that's also kind of a metaphor for how we live our lives. But with Christ as, you know, our companion, we're the followers, but as our companion, uh, that getting lost bit is, is much less probable. Mm-hmm. 